0: Please,
1: please, by definition alone, they're inferior films. It's bullshit generalization. Many sequels have surpassed their original. Oh, yeah? Name one. Welcome, welcome. To the one and only Spiritual Sequel Podcast, hosted by two brothers, me, Frost, and me, Carter. Two me's. Yes, and we say our names very ominously, even though we are not very ominous guys. We're actually pretty light in the loafers, as it were. Pretty footloose and fancy free, you know? We're you're, you're hearing us, so only, right? If I feel like if I hear someone and I don't see them, it's ominous. Oh, so I'd say all podcast hosts are ominous and deserve to be say their name like this. I've been now. I'm just racking my brain, thinking of all the voices, and if they're all ominous, I'm trying to dispute it in my head. I'm like, there must be a voice that doesn't come across as ominous. Your Van Damme voice doesn't. Your John Woo voice doesn't. (laughs) Even on radio, even on a podcast, I could do the voice. The I could do their voice. The whole. Should I do a Van Damme impression? The entire. No, that would have to be for, like, a special Van Damme edition, which I don't know for Expendables 2, maybe. Perfect. I can't Just believe so they didn't make that. a that time be the too. Because it did well, right? Yeah, it's his only movie that made more than $100 million. And they made a TV show based off it without him. Because if you track the career of Steven Seagal and Van Damme, they, like, line up really well. At each point, like, they make these kind of middling... B grade action movies for a long time. Then they each have their one like studio hit a hundred million dollars under siege and time cop. And they both never reach those heights again. It's just like this one anomaly. I'm sorry. I brought up Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going to set this. Do we want this podcast to go on endlessly? <laughs> <Leslie? laughs> Did you want to know what movie we're covering? <laughs> no, we must talk about Van Damme and Seagal's career and how <laughs> the trajectory of both of them are aligned. You had to know that was going to get me going. So today's movie is Jumanji, the next level, the sequel to the massive hit. You know, what's funny. I was doing some research and I forgot that the, f- the other one had a subtitle also. Well, what is it? Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah. And so I kept looking that up and all everything about it seemed like they were talking about the first movie. Uh, you know, because you, you usually, you know, I don't know. I just felt like the first movie would be Jumanji and then the second would have the subtitle. Mission Impossible, and then Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. They're saying it's like a spinoff, sequel of the first movie. I guess so. Right. I yeah. I couldn't. They figure mention out. him in the movie. They mention oh. Robin Williams' character. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. W- doesn't Colin Hanks have a cameo at the end? Isn't he supposed to be yeah, a variation on him? Like that. Yeah. Uh, you're right though. They do reference him in the movie. Jack Black calls this. Colin Hanks might have been the older version of one of the other characters. Oh, I think you're right. He's Alex Wolf, maybe. How does that work, though? Or is Revisiting he... this movie, I actually don't remember a lot of... like The things that stand out in that movie is not the end. Wait, I know who Colin Colin Hanks was. Yes. He's the Nick Jonas character. Yes. Because yes. we haven't seen yes. him in person. So when we see Colin yes. Hanks, You're that's right. why You're we're right. not You're familiar right. with him. Because, because he, gets older anyone, vi- right. he gets sucked into the video game in the 80s or something. One right, right, right. Sega Genesis or whatever that is. Atari? Is it Atari? Jack Black actually says this is the he calls this Jumanji Part Four because he includes Zathora, the John Favreau movie. It's an early Kristen Stewart with Dax Shepard. Oh, we'll have to watch that. Maybe the, we'll watch that in between. We'll see next level. Yeah, we'll watch see Zathora and then pod about it. I was thinking the same thing. That's what I want to do. But it interestingly, so I did a bunch of research and it doesn't appear to be related to Jumanji. It's not a sequel or a spinoff or anything. It's just the same author, Chris Van Allsburg who also did the Polar Express. He also did Zathor, and it's also about kids with a board game. And then they go to outer space. But it doesn't appear to be directly related to Jumanji that I could find. They should tie it in. They should also tie in Tron, I think. Hmm. A little Tron card just zooms away. Huh? What was that? That would work. It was nice with the first Jumanji that they at least updated it. So it wasn't still a board game, that it was now a video game. That felt more yes, timely. I I mean, sort of. Well, timely, like 10 years ago. Now it would. Yeah. I mean, part of me thought for the next movie, I know that there were questions on where to go next. Yeah. Was, do they go to like the next, what's the next thing besides video game? Oh, artificial intelligence, virtual reality. I don't know how that would differ. Yeah. Virtual reality is essentially going into the video game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what it would be. Actually, maybe there hasn't been... That hasn't created yet. I guess there's only physical board games and digital video game. Yeah. Wait, so wait. wait you said you were thinking... Or about you'd go thing. like... So I was thinking maybe you do like a Wreck-It Ralph thing. That's what they did. They're a video game arcade in the first movie. or And then the second movie, they go to the internet gaming. So there's, they can access more than... They can jump around video games. There's not one specific game. Oh. It looks like the new ryan reynolds one free guy sort of does that fire okay. guy i think it is free is. guy free guy Free Guy, fire guy i don't know why would it be called fire guy i mean i don't know why it's called free guy but i don't know it's why it's definitely that, yeah. called free guy they seem to make equally less than they're equally nonsensical to me either way you're just putting two words together that don't add up to anything eh, maybe they will but yeah it appears he's not in a particular video game he's just in some kind of video game world World, where all the games are held yeah and no particular games just generic random games so this new one seems like they're start they're doing another level that's the the movie's called the next level. do you think they should have went in like a different it seems action adventure video game again yeah do you think they should have gone in a different direction or that's just such that's like what jumanji Oh, that way that's an interesting question. I had that I definitely hadn't thought of. You mean because there's a lot of video game video games not a genre. There's no I know. All kinds of different exactly. video games. That's what my I'm I'm getting a worrying my expectations are low in this. Not low, but like yeah, yeah, I don't have a great feeling that it's gonna be a sequel that you go, Oh, they really they they brought what was great from the first one and added a few things and the story went in a new direction. And this felt a little bit fresh, but it's the people I wanted to see again together. All yeah. of You know, you got Kevin Hart, The Rock, Jack Black, all doing it. Karen Gillen, all doing it together. And you're like This is awesome. And you even throw Danny DeVito in the mix. Now I'm kind of disappointed that DeVito's not going to be in the mix, really. He's going to be in the real world. And then most of the time it's just going to be The Rock yeah, pretending to do- be in it for like a day of shooting. Yeah. W- that's scene. disappointing. I'd, I'd love to see DeVito and The Rock acting together. Mm. But then going back on the action adventure game it could be like a puzzle game or something or like a, i mean i guess that's they actually i guess they do that a lot in the first one and that's so much what a video game is it's funny cuz my first thought is like well you can't change genres on the audience like that would lead to too much disappointment if they were expecting an action adventure and then they got any other kind of video game well i, I definitely don't play enough to know but that also would. worked so well think about it what worked with fast and furious is kind of switching genres i mean there's always action but they kind of switch the type of action movie it is from you know they become a heist movie which is you know and then they become these kind of james bond adventure movies a revenge movie before that right mm. undercover cop it's like they they're like picking different genres within at the sub they're basically picking sub genres within action movies right so that they don't feel derivative from one to the next which is pretty smart i remember the thing the first movie definitely didn't work well with was probably kind of val character the villain oh yeah Right, I forgot he was in it. That's how inconsequential he is. He just didn't feel like a video... That's not how video games work. You don't just see the villain. Like, you usually the main character, you happen to peer in and see the villain. He's just getting cut sequences of him, and you're like, this isn't really... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you could have made fun of the bad guys in a video game. Yeah. And they kind of just didn't do that. Well, it's a shame, too, the first one. I mean, this is not an expectation I had going in, or, like, I mean, I I thought it was a lot of fun the first one i really liked it 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 was was fun way better than i thought it was expected it It was just a little easy in the end that's my only issue like to actually i was not like oh no will they it was like well i the thing i was thinking was a shame is and i mean i guess i don't know if i should expect this from this type of movie but you know we have friends that just get lost in these video games Mm -hmm. if they could have done some kind of commentary on how we just disappear into these right into the games. Because that's, that's absolutely literally yeah. there's, happening. There's like no commentary for the most part. Yeah. And, well, I mean, there is a character who does get lost in the video game for and loses many m- amounts of his years, Colin Hanks. You could say that is yeah. exactly what you're... But I don't know what their commentary is on that. I, I guess, guess you Sarah. could just, what you're saying, you could lose a lot of years, I guess. Yeah. I, mean. I don't know if you people playing video games or. necessarily call it losing years, but no. it's kind of demeaning. but One of my expectations of this, because you said you were like, you know, they're bringing everything back from the first that you liked. It looked to me, I thought the rock was really good and they put him in like a role that was like really ideal for him. Right. Yeah. I and mean, you get to make fun of himself by also being, but also be cool at the same time. Right. They're literally poking fun at, at the yeah. eye, his uh, patented raising of the eyebrow. They're doing a little too much now. He's so much Even though I like it, I, I, th- I like it, but I'm not like, it's gonna it loses but it's it's great because the the, that first jumanji plays up on his persona you're right it kind of like mocks and pokes fun at it Mm -hmm. a little bit but and he lets and he gets to because it's a video game it's not real Mm -hmm. he gets to really like lean into it you know as almost in a cartoonish way which is it was great karen gillen was was great in it she also it's funny like she's one of those we just saw zoe saldana in blood ties this off scene and and just watching her without any Star Trek or Gamora makeup, mm-hmm. you you you're reminded of what a good actress she is, and you're like, oh yeah, I actually see more of her than I rem- remember. I'm conscious of, which is how I felt about Karen Gillen. Like she has a sneaky big part in Avengers Endgame, and she's great. She's I great remember. in it. Yeah. yeah, she's. But when you saw her in the first Avengers, it was like seeing a new person. Yeah, like her her emotional scenes with Gamora, Zoe Saldana's character. Are better than like those Black Widow Hawkeye scenes. Yeah, totally. They're some of the best. Yeah, scenes. yeah. Her body movements too. She's mm-hmm. a great. She's a very like tall, kind of lanky body. And the way she moves is very cool. And speaking of I'm another tall, another tall lady. Uh huh. They're taking over. women. <laughs> she's funny too. That's good. Yeah. Even though I don't, I don't think she remember. It wasn't her fault. I think it was the writing. Remember the dance fighting thing. That was. She said that was her favorite scene to film. It, was, it looked funny. fun to film. Yeah. It just One of the, doesn't actually, that's not dance fighting. That's just fighting with music on. Don't you remember? Yeah. I remembered enjoying it though, the scene. It's Mm. not dance fighting. So it's not really, it's fighting with music. That's just fighting. (laughs) It's not, I'm not even being like, oh, it's a technicality. Like a lot of people were like, what do you, that's not. Oh, really? Yeah. Why did she need to be dance fighting? That was one of her powers. Is dancing or fighting? Dance fighting. Dance fighting. What the fuck is dance fighting? I don't know. Well, she didn't dance. I mean, I guess you could dance into a... I don't know. But But then the scene... The the great part about the scene is that Jack Black is uh, one of the female uh, younger participants who gets sent into the video game, becomes Jack Black, and Jack Black's now talking with this, like, very Valley Girl-type talk, right? And then he's trying to teach Karen Gillan how to be sexy and how to, like, use your... Oh, yeah. You know, your femininity to lure the men in you know that's a great part about the scene because karen gillen is the shy timid girl is yes. now in the sexy girl's body yes the sexy character's body yeah that's funny and th- we should also mention jack black was another one who i mean i used to like love him and then that last jumanji i feel like reminded everyone yeah. how great he is because yeah. it's a one-note joke that he elevates right I can't, when's the last one-note joke like that that worked for so, Yeah, I mean, Zohan maybe, where he's just constantly banging all the people in the back yeah. of the salon, and you're just like, he could keep doing this endlessly, and I would <laughs> just keep laughing, <laughs> just seeing older women walking <laughs> out of the the back of the salon with their hair all over the place and the, their eyes, like, popping out. Well, that was almost like the more he did it, the funnier it got, too, though. Yeah. The more, like, especially since his the The love interest character is where owns the salon. Right, is right, like right. is there with him doing it, and it doesn't. I love that that doesn't become like oh, you can't be with him now. Well, because also with sex, everybody has a a one off. You slip, you're desperate. You have a you know sometimes what we call we might call a slump buster if you, you know, in a rut and you need to get out. But then when you keeps doing it, then it becomes funnier. I think. I think it's funny that he does. There's no. There's no prudeness it yeah inhibitions thrown completely to the wind. like it's just like i want to make them feel good right why not that's why they do it to make them feel good it's a great point of view he has right it's pretty respectable i'm gonna go to a salon (laughs) i want to cheer up a bunch of old ladies (laughs) you know where i'm headed when we're done recording bail the the bail office to get you out of it (laughs) yeah wait so i want to go back to you brought up hawkeye and your expectations for this movie or that they're bringing back everybody you know and seems like a redo, like a redo uh, the same kind of jokes but the my connection with Hawkeye was do you remember in the first Avengers when Hawkeye gets short shrift okay he you know uh, Loki turns him into a mindless drone yeah and mm-hmm. he doesn't even really get to play Hawkeye plus everyone's like wait these people are all super powered and Hawkeye is just a guy with a bow and arrow I mean guns have been invented yeah, yeah. we're in age with guns and he has five bow and arrows like Robin Hood modern day Robin Hood why would this guy be on this team and then one of the highlights of Avengers Age of Ultron was that it kind of writes the ship it 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 course corrects for Hawkeye right he actually becomes kind of a full-fledged character in that one and you like you I felt like you kind of root for him a little bit you liked who he was right you mean Renner at the, at the farmhouse and everything? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Where, you where, how do you from... tie that into Dumanji? Who's the character oh, that oh. you'd like to... I'm, I'm glad you're getting me back. I'm glad you're course correcting for me. I thought when I watched the new preview, Kevin Hart... I, I enjoy Kevin Hart. I like Kevin Hart. We're all from Philly. But I thought he was the weakest one in the last one. I didn't think he was bad, but it was just like everybody else seemed like they were really at the top of their game and they were in like ideal roles for them. Yeah. I mean, his Kevin his Hart only just, because he's short. He's basically went from like, which didn't even make that much sense as a football player guy to down Kevin Hart. And it's like, that's right. And it's like, well, why, why is that character even a character in the game who would, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess you could say that so to give these other characters. It's like, Oh, you would pick him and you would pick him. it. It almost, it was kind of silly. I guess video games really do have those characters. Like, you know, in Mario Kart, you always get somebody always gets stuck as the, I don't remember which one. Wasn't there one where you'd just be like, God damn it. All right. Uh, There's like no strength. They're slow. and they <laughs> Toad might have been that way. I think, yeah, maybe Toad. I still liked Toad. But Toad was cute, so you'd, you'd ride with Toad. Yeah. But also the other thing with Kevin Hart was he was just playing Kevin Hart. and, and it That's wasn't, true. That's and whereas like for The Rock, who's just playing The Rock, at least it plays into his persona, right? That strengthens it that he's just playing The Rock, whereas Kevin Hart playing that in a video game Again, doesn't make all that much sense. And again, like we said, he wasn't bad, but the other people were just like... I would have liked Kevin Hart to play somebody different. Yeah, but that's why this new one, I thought when I saw the preview, the biggest laughs I got were Kevin Hart doing the Danny Glover impression, right? Yes, I think it'll be the best Reed. part. Yeah, Reed. You know, that appeared to be the best part of this. I'm concerned about The Rock and DeVito. I'm very concerned about The Rock and DeVito. Does not it's not a very good DeVito impression. I don't want him doing that the whole time. Oh, I want to see DeVito and The Rock together. And even Kevin Hart. I want to, I want it to be always sunny and Jumanji. I don't want always sunny in Philadelphia. I want always sunny and Jumanji. <laughs> I want Frank from from Always Sunny to get sucked into the Jumanji world. Always Why not? Sunny should do an episode like that. Why not just do a crossover? Yeah. <laughs> always Sunny character gets pulled into jumanji that's a there's a pitch right there where he's he's interacting with kevin hart it's like the gang but the gang is kevin hart oh wait a minute the rock karen gillen it plays sweet d and uh not just one character jack black why not just have the four of them right oh all of the always sunny well why not you have four you have kevin hart the rock karen gillen and nick jonas i guess jack black oh jack black right i was like (laughs) wait i know there's a four (laughs) The first movie is Jack Black. We were so reminded of him until right now. then I completely forgot <laughs> that he existed in this movie. until 30 seconds later when I can't remember him. Cause we both said when we came out of the first movie, like we knew already it was a huge surprise smash. And the first thing I thought was like, I don't really get where you go from here. It actually seems really tricky to come up with a sequel. Cause the sequel just feels like it's going to be a retreat of this automatically. Hmm. Like, I assumed there'd be different people that would go back into the game. But, yeah, just for video games. it's like, well, that we're just gonna do the same game. Like, what do you do? I assume different people, different set of issues, different people outside of the game going into play those characters again. Right, the four young kids. You could have four set of different kids, different personas, different characters. I mean, they sort of did that with the older, with Devito and Danny Glover. Yeah, I, yeah. It's funny. I was telling you, the director said he didn't want to do that. He's like, these are our kids. We love these kids. But you're right. If you're adding two people. You you kind of are doing that. I, do you think? I mean, a big thing I feel that the success of the last movie was was good, and we hadn't gotten a good rock movie in a long time. Probably a long time. S- I I well, think it was, was the, the only one. starring one, which is crazy. I have a note that uh, it was the one that was really good, better than it should have been, better than expected. I'm ju- I'm also surprised he even did it and got all those people involved to do it. And I was kind of like, this, I'm cool that this even exists. I didn't think yeah. that this would be a thing when it was announced. Oh, this is cool because we like to talk about expectations yes here. yes when that that's one of those ones when you read in the trades they're doing jumanji it's kevin hart and the rock it was right after central intelligence and you're like oh they're teaming up again and they just found some something right and we've heard about battleship the movie clue was announced at one point stop doing board games why you know mm-hmm. And jumanji just felt like that again even though it's a book not a board game but still yeah, I feel like when that was announced, there's, you're, there's no enthusiasm or excitement, right? You're just like, ah, really? Couldn't they do something else? But then you see the preview, and you're like, oh, this actually looks like a lot of fun, right? And then you mm-hmm. see the movie, and you're like, oh, this actually was a lot of fun. I was disappointed, too, when I saw Jake Kasdan was the director, who I'm, like, a big fan of. What did he do? He did that Zero effect that I like a lot. I know you're not as big a fan. I mean, I like um, Daryl Zero. Yeah, Daryl Zero. He I is like. an ominous uh, voice. It's a modern neo-noir. It's very clever. He's the son, obviously, of Lawrence Kasdan, the famous director and screenwriter. What did he do, Star Wars? He writes the Star Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, that's amazing that The Rock didn't have any other movies that are... because He's already of... worked with Kevin Hart and the Central Intelligence. Right, that's before this movie. Yeah. And, and that wasn't thing, good. I was going to point out, doesn't it feel like they've done a lot of movies together? It's just the, that and now the two Jumanjis. Only the three. For some reason in my mind it felt like they were kind of this package. I think it's because like they just interact a lot outside of movies. I think they're always what it is too. Yeah. They're like buddies. That yeah. that it makes it seem like they're in a movie. It's kind of a Scorsese and De Niro effect, yeah. where you're just like ah or Ryan Reynolds always, working. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, you just assume these guys are just on movie sets constantly and we've seen the movies and then you realize, nope, not even a single one. Not <laughs> one movie. So <laughs> hmm, oh, I guess the first Wolverine origin. Do you think he's gonna pop up in this movie? What movie? Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, he seems like he would be in. He seems like he'd be in this movie more than any of them. That's a good point. I mean, he was just. We just talked about him being in a video game movie, free guy. Yeah, that's gonna come out next year. And he he, he just did the Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock. He like came in and did a favor on that. Exactly. So now they're like a package deal. Well, they're doing Red Notice too. And they're doing Red Notice together. So they are kind of in- inextricably linked. I like to think of them as. They're they're to me the two biggest stars at the moment, I think, right? Relevancy wise, pop culture. I mean, I feel like they're the two It's I mean, yeah, I guess if you Nowadays have your... you have to count social media into it. And that oh, yeah. eliminates like the big boys, like the DeCaps and the Pitts. And those guys aren't opening the way. No. Well that's what I mean. Just in the you mean culturally yes. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is much more relevant than a than a DiCaprio would be. Or Brad I still did. feel like we're in the year of Keanu. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, but did you see May 21st, 2021? No. Piano Day. What? Where? Warner Bros. They announced Matrix 4 dropping the same day as John Wick 4. Wait, what? Yep. What do you mean the same day? As of now, same day. Why, why are they doing that? I actually think it's smart. Huh. Because I don't... Some people go, oh, you might cannibalize. You wouldn't be able to really dominate. I actually think people are going to... Both camps are going to compete and it'll become this story. Everything in the press will be Keanu Day. Keanu has two movies coming up. Keanu... And not just two movies, but two action movies. Big, his biggest two franchises, right? They're both fours. I could even see John Wick popping up in Matrix 4. I wouldn't be that shocked. Like if one of the movies ended, like they did a double feature in some theaters and one ended and it blurred, like John Wick walked into the Matrix got killed or something i don't know i think it'd be huge yeah. keanu versus keanu i think people will flock to the theaters this is and you know i this is, they have to do this as an experiment i hope these release dates stick you know what it's I'm like concerned i'm concerned they might not but i'm i, I almost we'll, doubt they will but now i'm really hopeful you know we don't, why? We don't pray to a god we only pray that yeah the bo- our box office people keep their keep the schedules in line don't shift it i'm reminded of you know you ever ask yourself like why you ever pull up at an intersection there's a gas station at every corner. And you're like, what the hell are they doing here? Why don't you post up when there isn't anyone else? Yeah, it's because it's a smart business move. Right. They do that with fast food. If you ever see a now, lot of fast food in one area, it's because like, that's the hub to where you now go. Now people know where to go. Yeah. Did I ever tell you what? I got a buddy from Brooklyn, a kind of seedy guy. I mean that in a flattering way, too. I am not. <laughs> I don't mean that in a way. <laughs> when I call him. you seedy? No. He, I feel like he wears it as a badge of honor, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, <laughs> I really... I, I'm See this complimenting here? him. It says CD. That's right. Oh yeah. I one time asked him, I said, Why are all the gas stations on this train? why you know, why don't they spread it out? Why would you be across? You're cutting the business in half. He's like, Bro, why do all the prostitutes stand on the same corner? So you know where to go. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Only you would use that reference. And I, but that's like really smart. That is what it is. You nailed it. You Silicon probably nailed Valley it a, you know, <laughs> That's why Silicon Valley is where it is, you know. Yeah. That's why Hollywood's where it is. Oh, I love this. These same release dates. So Keanu has those two movies coming together? Wait He's probably the biggest star. This is his year, I think. He yeah, he had it's, a great summer. I'm like this is his year, even though he also had replicas coming out in January. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but no one remembers that. No. I think he had that other one we were watching too. Where he's in like Sweden. Oh right. The preview made it look like a John Wick type, but there's like one action scene in it. Yeesh. Those are the two movies he produced too. He the movies he produces, he puts himself in the worst movies. That his produ- he has like a little production company, huh. and the movies that come out of that are like put him in the worst spot. Even though I really wanted to see replicas, I thought it looked kind of fun. Oh no, I, I, I we have to see if it's on streaming. Yeah, when we do a sh- we might because we might do the spiritually streaming for Underground Six. Yeah, even though I think we're gonna see it in theaters because it's a Michael Bay movie and it belongs in theaters we have a habit of doing this too we just saw the irishman in the theater that one i didn't i wish i didn't see in theaters uh, yeah you
0: Let's do not
1: see. need to see cgi call of duty robert de niro yeah. on the big screen i see a lot of the amazon ones in theaters i feel like that i could wait for too hmm. i like the theater experience i too often on the couch you fall asleep you're on your phone mm-hmm. You get interrupted You get distracted you're watching something else streaming on your phone while you're watching. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we might cover. I say I fall asleep on the couches if I don't fall asleep in movie theaters in this day and age. This but why in this day and age, why well, I didn't used to. Okay, that's not. I don't. I like when people get older <laughs> and they think that it's the age they currently live in and not that they're a certain age. It's like no, you've gotten older and now. You now you like to take naps. I didn't want to think of it that way, you know. And your responsibilities are like twenty, like twenty times more yeah. than they used to be. I have all the energy in the world. I wonder why it's the age I live in. It's back to Jumanji. Yeah. So already covered. We might cover replicas. We might cover. We're going to definitely cover underground six because I know you're still a big Michael Bay fan. I think you'll be even if he made Transformers (laughs) movies for the rest of his life. I think you would still be like, nobody films like that. It's beautiful. It looks like nothing else, you know? You Mm. can't, nobody seems to be able to replicate it. Do you wish he was more, was a cinematographer instead of a, no. Huh? (laughs) That was so fast. I love him as director. A cinematographer. No. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I still like him. I, and also I like go big or go home, right? I like, let's shoot for the moon. Well, speaking of shooting the moon. That's, that's what we're going to cover in underground six. We're going to cover Michael Bay's career, his whole filmography. For and for, and Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. More about. But speaking of Jumanji, It's looking like they did not shoot for the moon for this one. I still think it looks like fun. I'm worried about the Danny DeVito. The rest of it, like that's Danny a DeVito world is I like concerning. being in. And I, I actually thought the first trailer, like those baboons, or whatever they yeah. were jumping across that that bridge that's like falling, Indiana Jones type stuff. So I thought was interesting. The snow, the snow, Aquafina location looks cool. Locations, yeah, those were. I still want to see that farewell movie with Aquafina. I've never seen All I actually right. don't know if I've seen her. Other than the Ocean's Eight? Yeah. How did they land on eight?
0: I don't know. Is it arbitrary?
1: I, did they just like I, know, forget of, eleven, only eight? I kind of thought this was the reason. I might have pitched this on the last on a, on that episode if yeah. you ever was that they wanted to do another trilogy and go eight, nine, ten. So it was eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Oh, you're probably right. Wow. That's kind of corny though. Wow. You're like totally probably right that that's what it is. I don't know about that. I thought it was a play on, you know, how many guys does it take to screw in a light bulb? Wait, that's not the expression. It's how many dumb blondes, right? I don't don't know if it's either one of those, is it? (laughs) Yeah. oh, Oh, well, I guess it's a fill in the blank thing. What are we talking about? Can't you fill in the blank with anything? How many? Oh yeah. Is it an old Polish joke? Probably. I mean, It depends on what the punchline is. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go see the movie. Oh, wait. I do have... Pitch? Pitch. Kylie Bunbury? Let's
0: let's she was s- that
1: actress on that Fox show, Pitch. She's, <laughs> she's <laughs> She'll show up out of the blue. She's really good. She should be in more things. What was the last thing she was in? Game night? Game night, probably. Great movie. Uh, so let's see. My pitch would be... We've already seen Robin Williams come out of the board game, right? Mm. And the board game coming out into our world. Oh, yeah. Then we saw in the sequel, spin off, whatever you want to call it, characters getting sucked into the video game Okay. and playing out the video game level. So in this, this new sequel, they're doing another level. Why not take the video game characters, bring them into our world, like the first movie? Oh, yeah. Because the first movie really is... Robin Williams as like a little Tarzan Mm -hmm. boy, man. And then the animals come out. Yes. There's not really that many. There's like an old timey hunter, Mm -hmm. but you're right. These characters, the rock and Kevin Hart that we know and love come out. And then it would be video. The interesting thing with would be these video game characters having to adjust to the real world. I don't even know what that looks like. Like, I don't know what they would. Right. Would they suddenly be like, oh, no, I have anxiety. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) There'd be a little (laughs) element of last action hero with that. Right. Where he comes Uh out, now he can be hurt, Uh right? Now he's human. Yes. All those tricks, all those things. There's no reset button anymore, right? There's no multiple lives. That's another thing, true. You don't get the three lives. You don't get to pit restart. And they don't have their strengths anymore. Their strengths are nonsense. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know how you do the death to death thing without... You'd have to actually kill one of them off, which I think is a good thing to do. Yeah. I'd like also if they notice billboards for... Rampage or Skyscraper with the rock, and then Kevin Hart sees. Oh, you want to go meta with it? Yeah. <laughs> they're arguing, and Jack Black is like, Tenacious D is the greatest band. And they're like, shut up. And that was that. Huh. Meta is interesting. It's tricky, but yeah. Definitely could do that. Then you get Danny DeVito, you get rock, Danny Glover. They're all in it together. I like Danny DeVito and Danny Glover together, the Dannys. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the bringing it out the video game outside Oh, i like that that actually makes a lot of well because also like we said the the first one really the thing of it it was almost like that jurassic park lost world when the dinosaurs come and they're running around our streets uh-huh, uh-huh. which most people didn't like but i liked that is more relatable of a fear than an island in the middle of nowhere with dinosaurs i think either can be when that t rex head into the bus come on man i've been on a bus before Imagine you're sitting on there. That would be the most exciting bus ride ever, though. No, that last 10 minutes of Lost World is intense. Yeah. It's good. Just that uh, Replicating that more and more is good. Like, Remember, that was the best part of uh, The Fallen Kingdom. Wow, remember I thought the, so. the end yeah. of the movie where the, the dinosaurs are like yeah, running yeah, yeah. through the zoo, and you're like, what, why is this like the epilogue of this movie? This, this is the movie. I like how it's the epilogue, and in the preview, they show every shot from the epilogue. Because <laughs> they're like, this is really good stuff. And then you get there and you're like, oh, wait. this Is just a man in a can monster movie in a house in a mansion? It's like Siberia with Keanu Reeves. So So this is before. Oh, we'll go... Something else before we... We're going to leave the video game. I mean, the podcast. Go out into the real world. Just like the characters in your pitch. I'm pretty excited. I'm probably more so than you. So we'll see. We'll see how it stacks up when we get out. Yeah. I'm hoping... The Rock pulls it off. Shout-outs to Scott Rosenberg, one of my favorite screenwriters. He worked on this one. He wrote the first one and the second one. I had no idea. Huh. Not alone, but... Huh. That's interesting. I didn't know that at all. Who's the bad guy in this?
0: Have they uh, even shown?
1: I don't know. Wasn't it really digital? Somebody... Th- something that really... Because doesn't the first preview look pretty good and then it gets real cart- real CGI... Heavy. Mishmash at the end and there's a snake creature man or something. You're like, oh. I feel like you groaned at the end of the first trailer. You're like, I look pretty good up until then. Mm, I, you're thinking of jungle cruise. Oh, I am thinking of jungle cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this previous seems solid. Like this seems kind of like Jumanji, but on, yep. a, on a river boat. And then it's like CGI villain pirates of the Caribbean. But not as good. Good call. That is yeah. exactly what I'm thinking of. Nice yeah. Title. What if we took parts of the Caribbean and Jumanji and boiled it down into it's like an algorithm made it. <laughs> and we were back from the theater. What a movie, huh? What a movie. If you're looking around right now and you see a lot of foam and sound equipment and recording, it's because you've been transported inside the podcast. You're with us now. In the recording booth, here's your mission to get out. Really, all you have to do is listen. Finish this podcast. Yeah. And listen to every single... (laughs) Rate and review. That's really it. And then you'll be out. You'll be free. Welcome to Spiritual Sequel. (laughs) Oh, there's... Welcome to Jumanji. 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 (laughs) This is... Well, it is Welcome to Jumanji. This is the Jumanji episode. We're back, part two. If we can even call it that. So we did our before section, expectations, how we thought the marketing was going into the movie for Jumanji, the next level. Now we want to talk about the theater experience overall and then what our thoughts were afterward. We're at the diner. We're talking about the movie. What did it remind us of? What actors do we think it highlighted or their strengths? Who shined brightest? Who, What maybe you wanted more of that you didn't get enough of? And then what we would change and what we would have changed, what we would have done differently and what we would do for the next installment for the inevitable third one. That's definitely now coming development. Heaven. We're never going to lose development. Heaven. We're going to pitch the sequel to this movie, which was, I don't know if you noticed my before pitch. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to say that right yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I don't, I have to, I have to be, that was the most excited I was at the end of this next level movie they pitched that the third movie will go with the video game world coming into the real world. So the ostriches are running through downtown. Yeah, basically doing what Indiana the original movie. Robin Williams Jumanji did. Yes. Now with this video game world and characters that we now know and love. Which is what I thought they could do with this movie, this third, this That's where so you pull. thought if you did it, but that's I'm, what you would have done. Now, am happy they did what them. they did. Because now it's like, okay, we're tired. We, do, we did the video game world. It's done. Yeah. They were just more patient. Yes. I I have to say, you know, talking about expectations, this was a delight. This is a goddamn delight. So opposite of everything I expected Yeah. going in. Let's talk about, let's get the theater experience. We're going, we're seeing it in Burbank, AMC, the Dolby Theater. We love Dolby. Dolby's great. They did a good job with that. Yeah, if you haven't them. been to Dolby, that is the way to go. That is a international flight, first class. Leather reclining seat, plenty of leg room. I've definitely seen their little Dolby presents theater advertisement before you see the movie a little too many times. You know where it's like... Oh, yeah. It's all black, and they're like, the projection is still on. Can you believe it? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I can. That's not that amazing. This Dolby in particular, you enter, and they have one of the walls is a screen. And this one seemed like that went on endlessly. You just wrapped around and around, but that made the entering the theater that much more the build-up yeah like a journey yeah well also when we entered the ticket lady was like oh theater 14 go down the hall so we go down the hall and the hall turns out to be just like a giant circle it was almost felt like it was in a ring of well she basically directed us around the yeah the dolby was right adjacent to her she directed us the scenic route through the entire theater past all which is like 16 theaters horseshoe. at the multiplex. It goes yeah. from the lobby and horseshoes all the way around back to the lobby. And we have the IMAX on the left side and the right side is the Dolby. And we're like, ah. And I saw there was a lady there with her kids. And she was, she, she got lost.
0: Oh, she was pushing And I was like, around. oh,
1: actually, Dolby is, is 3 or 14 is right here. And she was like telling them where to go and trying to be like protective. So she when I said, oh, no, actually, it's here, she's like, oh, no, 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 we don't need to go there. I was like, okay. Like, don't listen to, don't listen to the stranger. Yes. yes. Yeah. Because I could tell they were just as lost as I was. But so we find it great crowd. What we well, have got to say? Yeah. We saw it opening night, opening weekend, Friday night, packed house. You know, full crowd. Everybody was enthusiastic and excited and exuberant. That's what you want from yeah. the theater. That that's the experience. The, the every time somebody else laughs, you feel it too, and you feel like that's okay yeah to share with others to share in the experience there were laughs of plenty more laughs than i expected actually well some of the stuff is like the lines themselves oh yeah aren't perfect aren't great it's just you love seeing whether it's kevin hart uh playing danny glover just things he says the way he has slow and the deep voice is just everything you know what he nailed i mean we're jumping ahead of ourselves a little maybe perhaps but Danny Glover has a sweetness and a tenderness to him that Kevin Hart really embodied. He didn't yes. just do yes. the voice; yes, he got that sweetness and mm-hmm. that that element that you root for. Even when, like Martin Riggs, or uh, sorry, when Murtaugh is yelling at Riggs in the Lethal Weapons movies, mm-hmm. he has like a sweet caringness to him. And uh, yeah, Kevin Hart totally conveyed that, which lended a lot of kind of emotional tenderness to the to the proceedings. I thought. Yeah, not kind of, definitely do. Yeah, I thought he kind of more than anyone became the emotional underpinning. Him and you know who was, who also uh, I thought stepped it up in this one. Alex Wolf, the young, the mm-hmm. real kid, he added some emotional stakes to it early on. Before I he still don't love the kids all that much, just because they seem. It's, I think it's kind of a yeah, uh, maybe it's irony there. Whereas like the real characters are very like one note, and then the video game characters have all these characteristics and are more multidimensional. I, I mean I i'll put it this way i uh i was rewatching the first one last night i definitely fast forwarded through the beginning with the kids to get to when they go into the, the video game and you'd probably do the same yeah well no 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 but not because of danny glover and DeVito, danny devito come DeVito's. on national treasure he was my favorite part when yeah. i got to uh you're right no you're right when i was doing my notes the first thing i wrote for like what did you like the first thing was like danny devito period <laughs> Should just have walking, exclamation just point. walking around his little body, and his—he's like, "Oh, that's my hip." Oh yeah, and he's falling all over the place. Yeah, he's—he's he's hysterical. And you're right, not the lines aren't great, but it's just what he does with them, his attitude, his his bravado. He's a national treasure. I kept thinking during this too, it's so crazy. He's been through, his fame and career has gone through all the generations of our family. Like he was on taxi with our. Our parents watched that when they were younger. Then he was a big star in my day, even now into Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and now he's still in a movie directed towards kids, and he's killing it still. He's still relevant, you know? At the top of his game. I mean, it's amazing that he's in Always Sunny and is able to be in a kid's movie. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It adds a dimension, because you kind of take Frank with, like, you think of Frank when you're watching this. He's not my number one pick. My number one pick's still Jack Black, but... Oh, my God. Jack Black is hilarious in this. He was, I mean, he's also, is he not, when he gets older, will we not look back and say he's a national treasure? (laughs) (laughs) Especially if he retires. He was talking about retirement. Really? I know. How could he? I know. He's at the top. I mean, talk about being at the top of your game. He's 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 amazing. So good at, could we both mentioned even when he's not the focal point, Mm -hmm. he'll be there's a bunch of other people and things happening and you just look at him and his reactions are like, he's a great actor. He's not just doing a funny impression of Uh a woman or of in this one, he's playing the black football player, which, and that also easily could have come off as kind of offensive. Like that's, he's tiptoeing the line a little Uh bit there. Right. And just right away nails it. The eyes, those eyes and, He actually has something similar to DeVito because on DeVito and Always Sunny, if you just actually spend an episode and watch him, it's like the faces he's making while everybody else is making a point are hilarious. You can totally rewatch Always Sunny episodes. And right, because Frank, a lot of times, is just standing off to the side and he's not part of the dialogue. But if you watch him, he's always... Similar thing happened when I saw Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross on Broadway. Pacino is uh, Shelley Levine he was doing. And he's, he's not the focal most of the time, but you can't take your eyes off him. And he wasn't just sitting there, like, waiting for his turn to speak. He was always reacting, or he'd find something to preoccupy himself with, and it was hysterical. We saw that with Andy Garcia. We saw the... Uh-huh. Uh, what was that one called? Key Largo. Key Largo, yes. Yeah, it's based off an old film. He, I think he co-adapted it, too, for the stage. Everybody else just in it seemed, for the most part, looking like they were not... I'm going to play. I have to talk like this. Yeah, and they were very theatery, and he was great. Yeah, he was... Every time he'd nice. enter the stage... So much personality oozing off of him. Even but even when he wasn't acting, like we mm-hmm. both said our favorite part of the show might have been when they were just taking a bow at the end. He was so cool. I he's mean, giving he, everybody daps. He's kiss, kissing every lady. He's kissing babies. He's, hey, everybody, I'm here. Yeah. This is it. I'm having a great time. You're just like, I love this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. He could have turned up in this movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Question. Yes. You took umbrage with Bobby Cannavale in the first, being kind of like a thinly veiled, underwritten bad guy that didn't really fit a video game. Mm-hmm. They went the opposite route in this way, in this one. I don't. That's not a recognizable actor, right? No, he's from the Game of Thrones. He's very oh. recognizable. I was going to say he was good, but I didn't know who he was. Oh, okay. What did you think of him? He was well, smart. I love him on... That's yeah. another thing where he takes he you pulling uh-huh. other work into the movie, which is smart. You're bringing that baggage, right. So you're like, oh, I already know him as the Game of Thrones. He's, he's a really great fighter. So, yeah, oh, there you go. And he's huge, right? Huge. He My looked, God. I, I wondered, uh, didn't you at one point when the rock looks so much smaller than him? Yeah. I was like, is this a trick that they did? Or is this guy actually like 6'8"? I mean, yeah, you'd have to tell me. I don't know anything about it this guy. Mad. He, looked, he, looked, yeah. he really mean, made the rock look diminutive. Yeah. I mean, he does fight on the show. He does fight his brother, who's named the Mountain. So, oh. yeah, I thought he was better for sure. He actually had like some kind of. He seemed more like a villain and a bad guy. Yeah, uh, he was much more intimidating, game. at least. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and more like a video get more true to that. Wait, we have to say also in mentioning The Rock, I we had that pegged wrong. He's not. I definitely from the preview, preview. thought bad impression, I and I was like, oh, this is gonna be hard to watch for two hours. He was fantastic. Just like Black, he's a great actor. When he's not doing the DeVito New York accent, just his reactions, he's great. And he's not afraid to stick his neck out and embarrass himself and not be tough guy rock, which Uh, is nice. No, it's nice to see. And I feel like from the preview, they picked a lot of lines I didn't like in the movie itself too. I was like, I wouldn't have picked. The most DeVito he seemed, and later in the movie, Aquafina is embodied by DeVito when they all body swap and they switch characters. Both of them seemed the most DeVito to me when they had to act tough and they'd be like, hey, get out of here, scram, beat it. Come on, get lost, beat it. Like, both Mm -hmm. of them, that's when they seemed the most DeVito to me. I don't know. It's tough. Hmm. So much of DeVito is his size, his hair, what he does with his size, that if you take away those things, it's not like, I'd love to see DeVito as a giant man. You're like, ah. No, that's a good point that's a good point That's that's why i feel like the both of them struggled with the impression they just turned it into a new yorker yeah no that's a good point it's like old cr- grouchy new york guy which is not really how i think of devito you're right it's so much of it is the optics uh of how the, yeah, messy he is yeah like that would have been a funny thing if if the rocks just like really gross and messy yeah. and you know devito and michael douglas were roommates early on back before they both were like famous and michael douglas said he was the grossest human <laughs> so disgusting they seem like they'd be opposites, right? That seems like the odd couple. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do Google a movie <laughs> together and be like, hey, let's play up on that. That's just Yeah. We don't fit together no. at all. I'm surprised Mike, Michael Douglas seems like the type of person that would have never had a roommate. you are like, dad, you're a big Hollywood guy. Don't subject me to this. I can't. I got to live alone. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to what I was just saying about them seeming the most De Vito, Maybe it wasn't even that they seem the most DeVito, but that that was the funniest part about if, if DeVito, this old little guy is going to be embodying these other characters. It's funny that the old guy, if DeVito was talking to those people that were encroaching on his territory, right. And he's five foot, nothing or less. And he, Hey, scram beat it. And they don't even, they just push him out of the way or they don't take him seriously. They're like, hey, eh, get out of the way old man. Mm-hmm. But now when you put him in the rocks body and that actually becomes a threat, he's not like a, old man like hey get off my lawn that actually now becomes antagonistic hey beat it scram get out of here it's like you're not just the old guy on the park bench yelling crazy now you need to be taken seriously right right they definitely the humor is definitely all how old he is and he can't understand that they're in a video game yeah which is somewhat funny but the best part with with uh rock devito combo is when the rocks in that area where he's just punching dudes yeah and those punches look really strong and cool. I was like, wow, he he looks like Superman. Like, we, the Rock should be Superman. He yeah. is, you know. He's. I love those punches. They're, those people just go flying. And then him with uh, Ramirez. What's your oh, name? oh, Donia, Donia. Yeah, I that seen whole her in sequence. A while. I know that was great to see her again. And then the whole sequence of Rock, Devito's like, oh, this is amazing. I get to be. And they're like, it's not real. It's yeah. a video game. And he's like, it doesn't matter. I gotta go up there. I gotta go to a room. You know what's gonna happen up there in the room, right? Yeah, that part was funny. Like, just the rock being a ball is pretty funny, too. I liked her. That was good casting because she has such all completely black eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell Iris from anything else. It's just black, which makes her look more like a character in a video game that's not perfectly defined, you mm-hmm. know, perfectly drawn. Like, their little details like that would almost get lost in a way, if that makes sense. Not really. Video yep. games are pretty easily like, hey, you're going to have purple eyes. Those aren't real. It doesn't matter. We can do whatever we want. It's Nowadays, they look like r- real life anyway. I haven't played video games since Nintendo 64. Was there? Any, were you at all disappointed? Because they have at one point this this water that's like shiny. It looks like you would be electrocuted by it, but it actually yeah. allows you to, the characters to switch bodies. Or were you disappointed because later on in the movie they do it one time? Or were you disappointed that they didn't switch more? Do you think they did that in the takes they have of all of every character doing everybody else's impression and it just not working as well? Well, that's funny you say that because my one moment I liked the least of the whole movie I think was when Fridge and I don't Ruby, know Ruby Roundhouse and they Ruby Roundhouse, yeah fridge the football player leaves jack black's body and goes into karen gillen's Uh you know dance fighting female weapon and i thought her impression of him was the least i mean it wasn't even bad necessarily it just wasn't it was the least interesting Mm -hmm. you know but she doesn't get to embody it for very long she just jumps around he's just i'm disappointed that she doesn't get to do more she's supposed to be comedic so why can't she do more and she's a talented actress why not give her more impressions and see what she I was thinking you pointed out what must it be like on set with The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black and then I pointed out and she's Irish, right? Mm-hmm. Like so Or you, Welsh? Welsh, you yell cut, she's got the act she drops the American act, she's doing her accent. You know, the rock's raising his eyebrows, he can't help it. Jack Black's doing Tenacious D riffs. That was funny, the smolder with when the Rock DeVito doesn't know when to use it, right? They're like, No, 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 that's not the right yeah. time to do it. <laughs> that's a great when i was rewatching the first one jack black's reaction to the smolder because he's playing the teenage girl yeah, 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 yeah. is oh my god it's he's so good oh, he's so funny in this one when he's just like oh come on oh, man, man. <laughs> ah, we gotta do this again are you kidding me god we're dead god ah. he's so good i could yeah i could go watch it again for her yeah like i said it was delightful I like. I think I liked the, the action sequences and the locations more in this one, which helped. I'm glad you bring that up. I want to say something about that. So Jake Kasdan does the movie. Mm-hmm. All of them are so good, right? Like mm-hmm. we went in thinking that Rock didn't look like he was going to be up to par, and he was great. Jack Black is just on a next level. We're sorry, Rock, for downing you. We're sorry. Yeah, but yeah. The pre- I didn't mean hey, to tell you. Dwayne, this is a preview. It's not our fault. All right. We're just, we're just, we're going just off judging from what's there. Hey, we're That's giving our honest opinion. We're not going to like sugar cut it, you know? And we were nervous. We weren't prejudging. We just were concerned. We, we were didn't cautious. S- we didn't smell what you were cooking. <laughs> <laughs> now we realized we tasted the meal. Tastes very good. Yeah. So thank you. They're all so good. DeVito, I mean, you know, obviously mm-hmm. incredible. There's a fun cameo at the end. Did you get yes. the connection yes. there? I, I, I read it like. An hour ago. Oh. Because I thought the place at the end is called Nora's. It's this old DeVito and Danny Glover's old restaurant that they gave up it was named Nora's. I thought because renamed after they they retire. I thought it was named Nora because of Aquafina's real name is Nora's. Right. Which is, I had a feeling that felt when you said that I was like, I guess maybe, but that doesn't feel like it. And then it turns out BB Newworth from the original Jumanji with Robin Williams is back, and her character was... I didn't I couldn't remember she was in that movie. I didn't either. I didn't either. That's that's like a deep cut Jumanji fans only. We'll be like, oh, is that Aunt Nora? Yeah. That's Nora's. But the reason I bring her up, DeVito smolders at her, Mm. and she reacts, and she does this... She has kind of the same reaction that, I guess, would it have been Jack Black in the movie? Mm -hmm. Or Karen Gillan? Somebody... She just doubles the same, like she just melts inside, right? And you're like, oh, she has 30 seconds of screen time at most and just nails it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know this, this director is good with actors, right? To convey what yes. he needed to somebody who's like, hey, you're just going to show, you're here for 10 minutes. Most of the movies are in a video game, but you're not in that, yeah. Yeah. No, like, she's, she's good, and I love that DeVito takes the smolder out of the video game world into the real world right no oh yeah we haven't seen that before no that was great that was right when he does when he does that move i went wait what is that is he doing it no way i want to talk about kasdan's career really quick because if you look back at his filmography you know the guy's great with actors but you brought up the action scenes he for somebody who's never really done big computer effects and big action set pieces he handled them really deftly i thought it's suspenseful. Yes, the, the bab- action's really clear they're not baboons. and coherent. What right. are they called? What are those? The effects are good. With an M, right? Yeah, I always forget the name. I know they're not baboons, but I always yeah just like eh, it's something like baboon. They are scary. The ostriches are scary. The effects are good. Yeah, it's just it's a really good level clear. of them jumping from those uh huh right rope bridges that are all moving and they don't make any sense. But you're like, that's how video games are. Like it's like this. It's always a puzzle you have to solve. Right, right. But you're like, who would ever build this and make it so they're all moving and makes no sense it's the perfect thing to do in a video game right it's exactly the type of thing that you'd encounter in a video game i thought the whole that whole ending sequence really I like every location but the ending sequence with the blo- the giant blimp thing falling and they're fighting on it at the castle i thought that uh-huh. all looked great I yeah like, this looks really good like right. this is not just like some silly comedy this is was there action in the snow scene Snow setting. I liked all their snow outfits. Their winter too. outfits. That's funny because uh, the video games will do that. Like yeah. halfway through, you're like, "All right, we're in the snow now." Suddenly, we've changed. Uh I know. I think the snow was all just them jumping in the water and changing back. And oh, right. I love when the horse jumps in the water and whisks his yes. hair when he comes ab- above. <laughs> yeah. The uh, only I'm trying to think. The only things I didn't like, didn't really connect with, was like Nick Jonas having to save the horse. That scene seemed. Yeah, after he failed twice and he's on his last life, I was like, maybe you should just give up or find another way. Or leave just that horse be for a minute. Stop doing this. He also, I, I kind of didn't like Colin Hanks even going back. He has a family and everything. like yeah. little kid he's with, you're like, you're risking it to get this horse out of there? I mean, I guess the horse is a woman inside the horse. But still, it, he didn't... I have, I have big issues with He is less invested the actual... Than the reason they go into the game doesn't add up but the ending is like good thing we all went back in the game because now we're closer but it really should be like why did you take you all you almost killed us again right we should hate you and never want to be around you and it doesn't really resolve that and it's not really worth them going in in the beginning i was like well if he did that he wanted to be back in the game leave him be in the game we're not all four gonna Sacrifice our lives yeah. to pull him out when he went in intentionally. Yeah. No, I I had uh, problems with that too. But they don't go in, don't they? Get sucked in. No, you're right. In this one, the first one they get inadvertently sucked in. in this one, you're right, they do pick up their controllers, but they don't choose their characters. No, I think it's still somewhat inadvertent, but yeah. they, they do kind of like agree needed, to it, right? It's fine if they go in because they they love they love the guy, but they needed. I feel like they needed to be more. It seemed to focus more on Alex Wolf's character, like not being close with them anymore and not being girlfriends with the other girl. And then it was like, wait, but you like risked our lives. This is like suicide attempt. You could have died coming in here. Not just risked their lives. They thought they destroyed the game at the end of the mm-hmm. first one. He, without telling them, kept it and repaired it. You know. I And you can understand the motivation because he likes... That's yeah. where he has best... He wants to be Bravestone and he loves being with those characters with his friends there that's where they become such close friends closer than anyone else right yeah it makes total sense but you just i feel like in the end you need him to be like "I'm what i i mean did he i just feel like he never really was like i'm sorry i risked all of your guys lives instead he gets like it beat the movie basically says like good thing you did that because look you saved the day everybody's out and everybody's having a good time it doesn't seem like he he makes any amends for what he's done which i think that's or that he's even particularly apologetic. It's funny. This sounds like it should be a h- really problematic, right? It's no, it's not, not though. It this seems it's like not to like, show up for the right. And no, also, like we were saying, the actual actors that go into the video game aren't aren't that interesting. Who cares about their yes, story? How they ended up in there? As that's long that's all get just in to there, set yeah. up to get in there. So you're just like, okay, they're supposed to. They're normally these other people, but for the yeah. time being, I like them as Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, and. Dwayne yeah, Johnson. just the fact that they're in there. You're right. Can we talk about Karen Gillan's outfit? Sure. It's a funny thing where something is supposed to be satirizing something, but then it is the thing that I know. They even comment on it. She's like, why am I wearing this? I feel like I'm wearing a bikini. Yes. This doesn't make That's any sense in the, sense. In the movie, jungle. right? Yes. And that was supposed to, to be they the thing. People, they were, people were being critical when they first saw the f- photos. Right. And they're like, oh, you're objectifying her. And then they were like, no, that's the point. That's the satire of it. Like video games always objectify women with these like over sexualized outfits that the men don't have to wear. And it's like, we're commenting on that and making fun of it. And it's like, you are a little, but you're also doing it, which I don't have a problem with. I know. Necessarily. I don't know. It's like, I like looking. She, the only thing is like, I find because of her size and because most of the rest of the cast is not very tall. Yeah is you'll go like, oh, Kevin Hart, oh, he's so funny, look at him, oh, what a funny face, oh, Jack Black, what a funny face, and then I scan over, and I, I'm i look, just looking at, like, midsection to her legs down, and I'm just like, man, wait, what, oh, wait, she said, <laughs> what is she doing, let me see him. no, she looks great in it, yeah, She's, also, if, if we, I, 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 you, that outfit, it's like, you can't not... It's also not an outfit I've ever seen. Like, it doesn't, the short, the way the shorts are positioned, I've never seen. Well, that's another joke she makes. She's like, what is this leather strap under? It doesn't even make any sense. This isn't even a real outfit. If we know The Rock at all, he's probably upset that he doesn't get to, he's like, oh, I wish I got to wear, wear as little clothes as you. Remember his outfit when he played for University of Miami? Oh, right. right, right. His, jersey, his midriff yeah. would be <laughs> revealed, right? He's probably like, I, I'm in the gym all the time. I should have my shirt off. This, you're so lucky you get to show all that skin. <laughs> yeah, she's super fine. Right. Did, her, did you notice her skin also in the game? For most of it looks like Miliovovich in ultraviolet? It's very Yeah. Looks, she's really porcelain skinned. I uh can we let's let's backtrack one minute. I have a confession to make about Jake Kasdan's career. No, no. So in my head I always mix, you know, Jake Kasdan and Jason Reitman are the two kind of writer-director sons of these famous directors from the prior generation, Mm -hmm. Lawrence Kasdan and and Ivan Reitman. And I always kind of mix them up, right? And I realized during this, Jake Kasdan, the director of this, I assume got his start with the zero effect, right? Which, And we're saying how good he is with actors. Bill Pullman is an actor I don't even like. I don't even think he's particularly good. Mm -hmm. He's great in that movie, right? Yes. It's like his best performance. And I heard he got discovered. He was a teacher. And one of the film students was like, would you be in my movie? And like, that's how he started acting. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know the veracity of it. But and then when Colin Hanks turns up in the first Jumanji, I thought, oh, he's doing that because of Orange County. I don't think you saw that movie, but it was MTV produced it it was Colin Hanks and it was like this kid going off to college and it was a pretty seminal movie. It was the type of movie we didn't have that much of. It almost felt like the generation before and Jack black. It's like one of his like really star making performances early on for him. Mm. He's hysterical in it. Right. Okay. Yeah. When Colin Hanks turned up, I was like, Oh, this is they're back together again. I was like, no, but wait a minute. Cause orange County feels like a first time filmmaker made it for whatever reason. Not even, I don't mean that as an insult. It just feels like this is my debut. So I, then I was like, wait, which one did he do? Which did Jason Reitman do? Wait, what do you mean, then? First movie, not an insult. It sounded like an insult. I yeah. Let's make it not an insult. What does that mean? Well, no. I, c- to be honest, most debuts I think are usually the director's best movie or their most personal. So how is that most not an insult then that his first movie that you seem to. Th- I just don't, I don't know how you feel how do you what do you what are you meaning no i mean i meant it in a in a i i really did mean it in a complimentary way of like he burst onto the scene here's this exciting new voice right but what's holding it back there's something that you were saying that was like he's you made it sound like because not all directors some they build and then they yeah you think of it this is the interesting thing. They, their first two movies we don't even end up seeing, but then the third movie is a huge thing. We go, wow, this guy just his first movie. He true, just true, true, true. Pops on the scene. It's like your first experience with him. but And sometimes, you know what's funny? Sometimes we think of a director's first movie and it's not their first movie. Mandy is a great example. Uh huh. That guy, that's not his first movie, but it's the first movie that we really became aware of him. Right. Or I'll give you two more Christopher Nolan, Memento is when he makes his splash. That's mm-hmm. not his first movie. M. Night Shyamalan. We everybody refers to the Sixth Sense as his first movie. It is not his first movie, right? So, that's a great point you're making. But equally, there's a lot of people where you have like the Hughes brothers, or I feel like there's a, there's a bunch. I get li- or, Jordan uh, Peele. I mean, Jordan Peele is a great example. Even the Wachowskis, it's like they go into the Matrix, but like I love Bound, and like that's like such a well-made, tight movie, right? And yeah, there was some, Orange County to me just felt like it felt very personal. In a way, I feel like usually the first movie is the most personal, and then you start getting stripped. even though when I researched it, he didn't even write it. Mike White wrote it, whereas he wrote the zero effect. So Which that's one was a, first? Zero effect was first. Oh. I would have totally guessed it the other way, right? Wow, okay, so even your theory is wrong. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. You're yeah. Like, I had oh, it all wrong. This even is your confession. insult is wrong. Like your insult of like, wow, that's his first movie? That's not his first movie. No, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. When I juggled it, I was like, wait, so which one did Jason Reitman do? Which Which one one did did Reitman do? Reitman didn't do either of them. That's what I'm saying. What did he do that you confused? Nothing. Oh, well, you just thought one of those was... Yeah, they both felt like first-time movies, so I was like, I guess... I always assumed Jason Reitman did the other, and I couldn't figure out what he did. I guess he starts with Up in the Air, or Juno. Where does he... He comes out later, I guess, Jason Reitman. He did Up in the Air? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good picture. Yeah. I didn't realize that one. Also of note, when I was researching it, they did a pilot for a zero-effect TV show with Alan Cumming as Daryl Zero, friend of the pod. Hmm. It's weird, too, because it, the movie didn't cost much. I think it cost 4 or $5 million to make, and it made, like, two. I have no idea why they would have made a TV show. I think that might have been in the era when, like, Fargo wasn't a huge hit, but it, like, it did gangbusters on video. Like, there was a time when you could do so well on video that you could... Kind of ensure a sequel or a TV show or a spinoff or something like that. It must have been like that. Hmm. Anyway, that was a confession I wanted to make. A little backstory on Kaz then Getting back into Jumanji, does was there any switcheroos, body switches, that you wanted to see that you didn't get to see? Because it seems like that Karen Gillan must have just had it too hard of a t- like she tried other ones and yeah, that, and it didn't work or it just wasn't. Like I probably for her doing an American accent is kind of uh, like yeah. doing an impression. Yeah. So I actually thought it'd be kind of funny if they cast like an actor who's British, and they could like if they got Colin oh. Farrell or somebody who goes into her body and is suddenly Irish now.
0: Oh, that like she been does. Have, she of has nice. to do different right. British
1: accents. There's just like all these. So here's a question I had: the one person I was iffy on was Aquafina. I thought she did a fine De It was not. E- she's not even like that bad. But and maybe it's just because we know the other people and we're, they've been together longer. She just gets kind of thrust into the group towards the very end of the second movie. You know, I didn't think she was bad as Alex Wolf. No, I didn't think she was that. B- I didn't. I'm saying I didn't think she was that bad. I would r- rather have seen her be, um, either the girly girl or fridge. Fridge. Those are the two highlight. Like the other, because yeah. the other the redhead has no per, like personality. Like, I don't know what her. Yeah, she doesn't have. There, she's, for one thing, she's, like, not a stereotype, I guess. The other ones are stereotypes, so it's funny to be like, oh, you have to be this girly girl, and oh, you have to be this... Well, the funny thing about the redhead in the first one in Karen Gillen's body is... It, they look very similar. Well, no, 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 but not even that. But one in real life is shy and timid mm-hmm. and insecure, and now she's thrust in. That's also partly of having Karen Gillen dressed that way. Yeah, so that's hot, a good point. It's like that's now a good point. that the girl who's in high school is not the hot girl is in the hot girl's body. That's a good point. That is a good thing with the first movie. They don't play as much with that here. No. Well, she, her and Alex Wolf wanting to get back into Bravestone, it's like, they just want to get back into their video game identity. That's where they're comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know? She even views, when Fridge takes over Karen Gillan's body, she views him as, like, being reckless with a weapon. I mean, she actually even refers to the body as such, right? Where She's like, I need to be in control of the, only I can be trusted with the body. I know how to use it and be I guess it's good that one of safely. them has is in the body they were in in the last movie so they're yeah. used to it and then the other mainly the the joke they keep playing up is just that they're now with old people who don't understand that they're in a video game because that's really hard to comprehend especially if you don't understand video yeah. games and you're like why am I young now why can I die and then the deaths huh how about the deaths they were really like when you die you crumble and Blood and yeah. quick flash, you know, and you're like, oh shoot, he's dead. That, it it seemed more violent in this one, but mm. in like an effect, like, oh, oh no, he lost a life. Like, did a good job also of showing you certain times and not showing you certain times, so you'd be like, wait, I think that character's died twice. Oh no, they're dying for the third time. Oh, and then it'd be like, nope, he's got two lives. And you're like, oh, must have missed counted. There's so many to keep track of. That's that's a smart thing they did. Yes. is that you kind of lose track? I would like. I think. Do you think they should have lost somebody in the game? My my hmm. one of my pitching ideas was that Wolf die the wolf character dies because he's how Wolf's in Bravestone dies, stays in the game, but then the end of the movie he gets out of the game because everybody gets out of the game. So even though he dies in in that version he comes out. It's weird to think of you dying in a game because you can still always hit like restart. Start all over. Yeah, maybe maybe you can. Maybe they do all die. You just all go back to the beginning by the river. Or you play another level to get out. Huh. That could be the next move. I did not feel like I needed that. That didn't feel like where it would... You don't think you needed somebody not making it? I mean, if any, if anything, it would be the Nick Jonas character would sacrifice himself. But once you have this guy with his family, yeah, Colin true. Hanks, outside of that, it, that would be a bit much, wouldn't it? That's also, true. I guess that would suck for him if he... It, yeah, why give him a family? Because if he was this loner who's disappeared in the game in the first one for twenty five years, right? And then he's in the world and he's having trouble acclimating. Maybe he has like a fear of freedom almost, right? Like Cameron Poe and Conair. And then he's back and he's like he's back in his comfort zone. Oh, this is where I belong. And he sacrifices himself, like, you guys just go ahead, I'll stay here. I know what I'm. I feel more akin here. I feel like I belong I've been I've spent more years of my life in the game than I have in the real world. I don't I I can't figure it out out there i just realized i forgot that that danny glover's character is the horse stays in the game oh yeah do you think he'll be in that does he fly out of the game or i wonder do he fly out of the game like in the next movie will he come out and be in the real world or will they just say he stays in it right 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 i don't know any casting any casting what ifs moving forward people you want to see i just thought for like this movie, they could have, or if you did another one in a video game, like more body switching humor, it'd yeah. be good to get like as many impressionists as you can get. And I don't mean painters; I mean like, yeah, <laughs> like the you get the Dana Carvey's. Kate McKinnon's been doing some good work. Oh yeah, I always like Nassim Pedrad. I think that's Pedrad. It's, yeah, Pedrad. She was always good at impressions. Else? So we're casting for the next. The only no, one no, I no, said the, would the old, be up in the air. I don't know yeah. if they're even going to do that. The next one, they might not have body switching humor. It might all just be... Oh, wait. No, because you're right. The next one now is Bravestone. Mm-hmm. The cara- a video game character is in the real we world. We don't know what he acts like or talks right. like. Or dude, wait, we've that, only seen him being embodied by an actual human. That's the interesting of the next movie. What does he act like? Yeah, The Rock will really get to lean into being... But Kevin, what the character is supposed to be Kevin Hart Jack Black how do they talk right Jack Black might have an accent he might talk like oh yeah. right, here yeah. we are I am the zoo you know I'm yeah. the map make, you know and then Kevin Hart could too he's a zoologist he could be like he could be like the dog whisperer or something you know no yeah you don't need to they're all the same well they're not the same they'd be acting totally different but yeah the, the, the whole point of the next movie like the will be well, finally, how do these video game characters, well, being introduced to them, but how do they adjust to the real world? Mm-hmm. So they have future technology. They're used to like jungle stuff. Now they're used to, now they have to, it's our modern world. Right. They're also used to like, you can die. They're like, no, you can't die anymore. If you die, you're dead. And they're like, right. We uh, talked about it. It would be like last action hero when he yes comes out. Or you could even do, like it doesn't have to, the world doesn't have to work that way. Maybe the the real world starts to become a video game where you have three lives but you're in the real world and then they just have to beat the game whatever game comes out of jumanji they have to beat it and then the real world goes back to normal and all the people who were once in populating the city return like they vanish just for a temporary while the game is out that would give them the lives element and it would just make it so that they have to scour the city in different levels like a video game well scour the city for what though what's their mission to get the, the Jumanji whatever this the the level that came out to to complete it. To, to grab the stone and yell Jumanji. Was or that how they the could the just Robin throw that one works or is it gonna be the humans trying to get them back to the Jumanji into they game? have to I think they have to just beat the game in the end or something. The board game, they have to like win at Jumanji. Oh. But I think they I don't know if they have to win at it in the real world. We should also note we, we wanted to watch Zathora oh. uh, uh in preparation for this. And we watched the trailer and quickly decided it wasn't necessary. It did not look great. And once Kristen Stewart got frozen, we're like, all right, well, that seems really the main reason we were going to watch this. It looked like a TV movie. Yeah. It doesn't didn't look like a great Favreau outing. It's early. Yeah. It looked very dated. The effect it didn't age well. Now that like in the pitch for the next one, now that the video game world merges with the real world, you can do like an inception where you're never sure who's playable, who's a, a character from the video game and who's not, who's like a non-playable character from the video game that's coming. That's just there. To, you know how they do that? They have that guy who's just like, Oh, you have to go and yeah, yeah, parachute yeah. out of this plane to you're find You're not sure this. what? Will they have those kind of characters in the, in the real world? There's definitely some the stuff you can play on in our world that's kind of gamed, like it's like a game we do. We have sports, uh, Wall Street, Wall Street, <laughs> Stacks, Money Never Sleeps, Competit- anything competitive I think you could turn into. Wait, maybe this is how we get Danny DeVito and Michael Douglas <gasps> doing the odd couple. And We've Shia LaBeouf comes in. Shia yeah, Gordon Gecko. I know you're doing really interesting work, but. Jumanji. Jumanji 4 calls. We need you. It's funny that we just recently covered uh Charlie's Angels. It's how, why did how does he pop up in the second in the sequel, Full Throttle, when he's still kind of a kid with, uh, with the jersey G- hair? Yeah. Uh he's Isn't he related Bernie to Bernie Mac. Mac somehow? Yeah. How the hell does that work? I don't know. Why? Why did they write him in there for what? What purpose? That was a period where we just, you know, like Shia. He was popping from, up in all kinds of movies he didn't really belong in. They, we weren't mad he was in because yeah. we liked him. iRobot. Constantine. Constantine. Was, what the hell are you doing in here? Like, right. In retrospect, he had no business being in it. Is It's kind of like when Rob Schneider. Wow, this is a terrible analogy to make, but, if everyone but I'm ra- sticking to it. I'm going all the way. I'm dying with this analogy. <laughs> Remember when Rob Schneider kept popping up in Stallone movies? Like futuristic Stallone, it was Demolition Man and then Judge Dredd. That is a bad analogy. Because I was just like, what are you doing in this? No, no, get out of these movies. It's kind of the opposite of the Shia LaBeouf one where you're like, you're totally ruining this. You don't belong in here. We like you. I'm actually more of a defender of yours than most. But I don't think he is bad for either one, all of them. I think he works within it, but you're just like, how did this happen? Most of the time I'm like, how did he even get the call? Who was like, guys, we're missing some of this scene. What do we do? Shia LaBeouf. genius. This is why this exec is rising within the studio. That's it, right there. Well, in Demolition Man, he's so superfluous, Rob Schneider is. He just shouts lines off camera half the time. Like, he does so little to do, but he's like... I like him in that one. Sidekick, He, fits, he yeah. fits those future world the way that people are. Like, they're very non like, yeah. nonviolent and don't really know what they're doing. No, he does. You're right. He fits that really first. well. He seems like very like afraid of everything. Like, huh? what? What when he needs but, to be doing what? like a buddy movie with Stallone and Judge Dredd makes no sense. Getting stuck in that spaghetti machine.
0: Oh my That's God. where you'd get stuck.
1: You'd get stuck in that spaghetti machine. I wouldn't want to get out. <laughs> so yeah, I was I love now thinking of the before, how different I really wasn't expecting it to be good. Oh. Uh. Well, I had higher hopes than you, I think. And I still was really pleasantly surprised. Because I thought the preview looked good. I was, like, really looking forward to it. But, but they didn't I really was show... I was definitely The good nervous. thing is they never showed Jack Black what he was doing, right? I don't remember him being no, fridge. No, some of his big lines, because you see him say, you know, oh, how in the hell, I can't believe this. You see him get eaten by the snake, first of all. Yeah, but you don't understand that he's fridge, I feel like. No, you did, because he... Uh, they show yeah. Cause he, and remember, he says, How in the hell is this a character in a video game? Oh, yeah. Where they're just standing in the desert, and he's like, How did we end up here? How in the a hell dump. is this a character in a video game? Yeah. Ah. Weaknesses, sun, sand, sun. and heat. What a desert. You know, like, <laughs> I love it when he's like, Endurance? I got endurance. Watch this. He's like, like He's like his character outside the game. He's like, I'll just do some push ups. Right. <sighs> oh, God. Okay. No, no. no. This is. This is a weakness. I can't change this. That's actually another thing they could do in the next one is the video game characters could change. They could be like, that's a weakness of yours. And he'd be like, you need to get over this. And you be like, thank you. I can, and like Kevin Hart's character is like, I can enjoy cake now. I like cake, thank you. Oh, thank you for this. Right. Right, because they wouldn't have the same weaknesses, right? Or then, but you can change them. They don't have to be permanent like that's your, def- your why set. is that how it works when you come in the real world what do you mean you think you can work you don't think you can work on yourself really? you cannot mm-hmm. be allergic to something you're allergic to can you I mean the game is different in the real world you might not be allergic to no that's what I thought you were saying right not that you would actively change it but just like that your weaknesses in the game aren't necessarily your weaknesses in real life but then you have the added weaknesses of gravity mortality and everything else that we face in the real world right? right. All right, that's enough. That'll be a wrap. The sequel discussion to be continued.